Um, yeah, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who have already stepped up for our Christmas hamper project. For those that weren't here last week, maybe you can, kind of came in and didn't know what all the display in the lobby was about. We launched last week our annual Christmas hamper project. It's a, it's a project that's designed to support some families that are struggling right now under the weight of life. And they're going to have a difficult Christmas. We've been doing this now for a number of years. And the reward, the benefit of this thing is just, it's magic. Really what we do is we work with an agency here in town called Connections Calgary. And they are working with families who are struggling below, below poverty line. And due to a whole number of reasons. But, you know, these are people that Christmas is just an incredibly stressful time. As you can imagine as parents just not having enough even to put food on the table, let alone giving your kids something special. So we as a fam, as a community, we support about 18 families, a bunch of different, so they'd be parents and kids. And we buy gifts for them. On the trees at the back, there are these cards. You can pick out a card. It's, it's really the wish list of, a, of someone, a person. Maybe it might be a three-year-old. It might be a 14-year-old. It might be a parent. And you'll notice the list on there. It's a pretty humble list. They're not asking for a ton. But what we do is we spend 50 to $75 per person and we buy them a present. And then we collect everything that we've purchased. And on December 3rd, we go into the gymnasium and we wrap all those gifts. And we get them ready, we load them in a truck, and then we take them down to the agency. The agency then, all these social workers, they make sure those gifts are given to these families. Now, we don't get the, the benefit of watching their faces light up when those kids open those presents. But let me tell you something. You're giving people Christmas. You're giving them this shot in the arm, these parents, these, these families that otherwise Christmas would have looked a lot different. So anyways, what you're doing by carving out a little money, some time shopping, maybe you want to even give cash to some gift cards that we purchase. In addition to the one gift that we give each person, what we do is we try to collect enough gift cards. So about $50 per person for a family. So let's say a family of five. Hopefully, if all goes well, we can give them gift cards for $250 that says, look at, buy a, buy a Christmas dinner. Here's enough for some turkey. Maybe you need some toilet paper, meat, whatever. Miscellaneous. Here's some Safeway or Superstore gift cards. So we give them this package. So anyways, if you've already given, thank you. If you haven't yet, you didn't even know about it, you can just go to the back, grab one of those cards off the tree or however many you want. And uh, we're going to give, we're going to do some good. We're going to take some water this Christmas and light up the lives of some, some really well-deserving families. All right. That's all I got to say. You are in for a treat this morning. The band's going to play and then we got a great interview lined up. We're so happy you're here this morning. Or if you're listening online, uh, enjoy your morning. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start this conversation. We need to hear. Last week, uh, anyone here last week listen to the conversation? Boy, I loved how it opened my mind to things. Just got me thinking more deeply. I thought I had been pretty open-minded, and after I had that conversation, I was like, wow, there's more for me to learn. There's more for me to know. One of the things that it probably, I got you guys, again, what we're doing is we're going to disagree beautifully. I don't disagree a whole lot with our next interview. I don't actually know if we do. I've never had a conversation with them before. 
So <laughs> it's going to be a fascinating conversation. We're going to go all over the place. We're going to have a blast. But remember, this is for us to learn how to disagree beautifully. So what I want you to do is watch me. I'm going to do my very best to interview him um, with curiosity and empathy. One of the things I learned from the last conversation is to not start off with disagreement. Start off with, hey, help me understand. I was actually dirt biking yesterday, and I'm riding up to someone, and I was about to disagree with them, not beautifully. <laughs> and his, mind, his voice came into my mind. I was like, oh, wait, start with curiosity. And the conversation went beautifully. And this was like a life and death. I could have come in guns blazing. But this work, this training helped me go, wait a minute, how do I start with this curiosity? Hey, what's going on, guys? Then we had this incredible conversation. So remember, watch me. If you see something that I did poorly, remember that. Come talk to me after and be like, hey, Vince, that question was horrible. If you feel yourself getting tense inside, pay attention. Like, hey, what's going on? Why am I, why am I feeling something? All so that we can approach this with love. What was the last line? I need to hear your story. So we can listen and be open and lead with love. We're going to have a blast today. I want you to give a big friend church welcome to Diva Dave. Come on. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with us. Mm. <laughs> Morning, guys. <laughs> He's playing shy. He's not shy. <laughs> You'd be shocked. <laughs> now, let me just start. What's your name? What name do we use for you? Well, it really doesn't matter. My prison name is Dave Richards. <laughs> okay. The name you need to get me to bail me out of trouble. But my nickname is Diva Dave. It's the name of my company. Okay. It's really, it's funny. It's become... The, the word people use when they need help. Oh. And the name that's passed on to newcomers to Calgary, newcomers to the community, families experiencing a new LGBTQ experience, right. a new trans kid, whatever. Okay. You need to talk to Diva Dave. I need shoes. You need to talk to Diva Dave. Right. You're starting pole dancing, call Diva Dave. Really? So it's become, <laughs> yeah, it is, it really, it is, trust me. It, it has become that, and... With that comes a lot of weight, because in my personal life, I don't get to be Dave Richards. Right. I don't get to have a personal life. I'm, you're always Diva Dave, and okay. there's an expectation of perfection and all this. Okay, and you have, uh, are you married, partnered, any of those kind of No words? single, with an amazing relationship with my ex-partner and okay. his family. Um, Children? One child. Ah. Well, my one children. He's a lot. He's a lot. <laughs> no, I, have one, I have one son. He's 10. Okay. And What's his name? Strickland. Strickland. Strickland Thackeray James Richards. He was oh. named after my grandfather, okay. my mom's dad. Um, I adopted Strickland in 2013, and on the 21st of June, the day of the flood, is when he became mine. Ah. With adoption, family services, the parents signed over guardianship, okay. and you have 10 days to change your mind. 10 days. No matter how much money you've spent, what you've invested as the adoptive parent. So you're like, and then you have 10 days where you're just like... You as the birth parents have 10 days to change your mind. I was not worried because I'd already had meetings with birth parents and it was important to both parties and we had already settled with that. So it it went really well. Good. And the 21st, which is the day of the flood, 
is when he became officially my child. <laughs> and okay, well, give us a snapshot into your household. You're a larger-than-life presence. Mm. He is well. Like, what does it look like at home? Strickland's passionate, caring, <laughs> sensitive. He is. He's a lot. Okay. He's a lot like. Strickland is white, blonde, blue-eyed, okay, Scottish. Okay, we actually have a picture of him. You do? Uh, we um, put it up a second ago. Blonde, blue-eyed. His birth mom is Canadian. His dad is Scottish. Okay. And he's more Caribbean in many ways because of the house he's been raised in. Right. So he loves his bush tea. He loves his oxtail. He loves his goat. He loves his, his coconut dumpling. And so it makes my life hard because I have to cook all these things for this child. <laughs> but it, on top of that, he is a lot like my grandmother who... He's not from me, but my mom's mom who raised me, he's a lot like Mary Alicia Richards. Ah. And she was a no-nonsense woman. She took care of everything. And if you upset my grandmother or you crossed her, she would pass you in the street like an exam. She wants nothing to do with you. Like you're dead to me now. Dead to me now. Dead to me now. (laughs) The expression is, pass you like an exam. Pass you like an exam. Like an like, exam. Like you, you make sure you, you do right, you do good. <laughs> and she, she just passed, looks beyond you. Wow. And Strickland's like that. So he's, he, sets, he sets boundaries, firm boundaries with bullies and things like that, which okay. is amazing. Wow. And so with this, I guess, a nine-year-old last year, this young boy, we don't know who, we can't use names, right? He was not, he's not a nice person. And he was, Strickland was invited to his birthday party. Okay. And we impressed upon him, you should go. Because, you know, what if everybody else don't show up? How would you feel? Right. So you'd feel sad and... So he went to make JJ, other dad, and I feel good, and we got a gift for this little boy, Spider-Man Lego. And JJ said when he got there, he gave him the gift and said, you know, happy birthday, this is for you. Right. I wish you all the best. And he said nothing to the kid after that. Oh, we passed him like an exam. Exam. <laughs> and he, I did not know that he had had a conversation with this young man, I, this little boy, and he said to me, you know, at some point in your life, you will no longer be relevant. You'll have to leave school. And he was nine when he told him that. Wow. So he, okay, he no. was so much like my grandmother. So we literally could talk about you as a parent. But I okay. actually, there's a part of you that I want to talk about. Okay, go for and it. That's the drag part. Yes. I actually reached out to my community and said, does yes. anyone know somebody who does drag? I'm my, retired, by the way. <laughs> you're retired? I am. I didn't even know. I am retired. I, I perform in drag. Diva Dave comes out in drag for special occasions. Okay, but let's back it up mm-hmm. here. What does drag mean? It is, I guess it's the assuming of a persona temporarily or permanently on stage. And for me, drag means it's art self-expression. I'm from St. Kitts in the Caribbean, and Calypso is a huge part of Caribbean culture. Right. The music. And in Calypsonians, they create songs that tell stories of everyday village life, Caribbean life. Right. So if you're a politician and you did something bad... We're going to write a song about you. There's a song about you, which then becomes a road march for Carnival. Oh, and we're like singing the song again? Yes. Or or to rally, to rally the village. And and it's how we tell stories. And for me, coming from saying it's here, I love music. I love, love music. And so when I approach a song for drag, I go to the depths of the song, the lyrics. Right. And I do, I guess, an interpretive performance of that. So it's a mean, like you're trying to get to the meaning of the song. Yes, yes. But you perform it. Can we throw up a picture of... Mm. Diva Dave in drag. This is this is what. Okay, so this one. Um, there's a picture of me with Stra- Strickland also. Okay. So this photograph was taken at Twisted Element recently, and a young man in our community, a drag performer, he passed away oh. suddenly, accidentally, at his own hands. It was unexpected, and his family were doing a fundraiser, and the community was doing a fundraiser, and he is indigenous. What is? 
okay. still present. Fair. Still, Gabriel is still very present. And so I performed the song by Alessia Cara, Scars to Your Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the first time I performed that was the year before at the Morley Reservation for Morley Pride. So I am retired, but when there are important events, important people, important happenings, I, I will get dressed. Okay, so when we do drag, yes. always... Men dress as women? Not necessarily. Okay. Not so necessarily. What drag doesn't mean no, men dress as women. No, it's not. It's not gender specific. It's is it not gay. People it's not binary. No, as, no, no, no. Because so a straight man can perform. In dra- drag is acting, make believe, performance. Okay. Putting on robes. Putting is it on robes and become gender. Nope, 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 nope. Because you, as a straight man, can be either a drag queen or a drag king. You, as a straight woman, can be a drag queen or a drag king. So I the get role drag- is not limited. You're not limited. You, as a straight woman, you can also be a drag performer. So I dress as a woman. That'd be drag queen. It is How would I do a drag king? Male role. So king meaning male role. So you assume a male role. So I would have like a role that's different than Vince? It would be like Vince. You, well, it could be, well, Vince 2.0, amped up. <laughs> like to 12. Wait, 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 with like glitter, glitter, <laughs> silver here. Well, of course, of course, yes. You know? And a wig I would have. So you, you're not limited by sexuality, by gender of performance. It is performance. It, is, it okay. is performance. And it is an amplified, exaggerated performance of something, of a person, of a persona, of a character, of a song. Um, music, anything like that. It's Could, mimicking. Okay. Also. Would it always be in gender? No. No. No, no, okay. no, no, no. So no, drag no. is just like no. 12. No, no, no. Performance at 12. A performance at 12. Any, any cross-dressing, you know, is, as all, is on the lying of that, where you can put on a man's wardrobe and become Shakespeare. Okay. But then, as Shakespeare, you interpret a song in a certain way. Ah. With a twist. So drag always has a song or music attached to it. It could be spoken word. Okay. It could be spoken so let's word. So it be a little wider. Art. It could be spoken word. It's, it's art. It's, it is art across the board. So the fears that this, these people have of drag queens is so... Oh, I can't use S words. I'm Christian. It's confusing okay. what, they're, what they're worried about, what they're scared about. And when you look at them, what are they scared about? Um, a and fear, a they, fear of they... seeing, I guess, seeing something of themselves in that performer or in that performance oh. that they don't want to face. Because so that's, what, that's what art does, doesn't it? Even though we don't like this, the ring, the circular, circular ring, there is something about it. We see in that wasted spendings or eternity or, or fluidity or continuity. Right. It, 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 it's all personal experiences. So for you, the reaction to Dre yes. has to do with something in the performance makes me feel uncomfortable yeah. and I have to attack you. The drag performer. Well, that, that's people looking in who are uh, oh, confused by it. Okay. For me, I, I am there to bring out the best of and to make you feel good or to uplift you for that moment. Okay, so you're, do you have one... Uh, I don't even know how to say this. Do you have one drag persona or do you have multiple drag personas? Well, it, well Diva Dave. Diva and Dave. So, so for Diva Dave, in, by example, my drag is, I guess... Um, High drag. Like in, in drag, there is like court queens. Like there's an international court system across North America, Canada, US, and Mexico, where queens, kings and queens, get nominated to become emperor and empress. And once in, they run a house for Just a one year. Second. Yes. There's a, a international court system. system. <laughs> yeah. Inter- no, 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 locally. Okay. So within our drag community, we so have we court have a drag queens. Queen. We have a drag empress right now okay emperor empress and for that year so the current empress is dw and i can't remember the name of the the current emperor and that empress could also be an empress if non-binary okay 
And do we do it by their persona? That's by their persona. Right. But for but, that year, they're charged with raising funds within their community locally. And at the end of the year, there's a big drag queen ball, which happens all across North America. I was just in Regina for theirs. Okay. And on that night, the money is given out to the local charities they've selected. Love it. In Calgary, the Imperial Sovereign Court of the Chinook Arch is Calgary's court. Okay. Edmonton is the Wild Rose. The mother, and the Mother Court of Canada is Vancouver. The Mother Court of the Americas is, is actually San Francisco. And Nicole the Great is the head sovereign over all of this. But in Calgary, no matter how much money you raise every year, the Calgary court must give some portion of that to Children's Wish. Okay. Because Why? many years, 46 years ago when it started, they sent out letters back then. And they sent to different charities and said, this is who we are, this is what we're doing. Are you interested? And almost every charity said, no, we don't want any gay money. And Children's Wish said, yes. And so in the Calgary court system bylaws, they must give some portion to Children's Wish every year. Wow. And so they've given over $100,000 to Children's Wish. That's incredible. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so let's take it. So we have a whole court system. We yes. have an empress. I didn't know that. And non-court queens. And there's always conflict. <laughs> because the court queens are polished and dowdy and look down upon everybody else. Let's go back to the beginning of Diva Day. Yes. Did you always know that you had a drag persona no. inside of you? No, I lost a bet. Sorry, what? I lost a bet. Tell me about it. I lost a bet. It was in 1995, and I lost a bet based on AIDS statistics. And I went up against a university science student, stupid. And... I had to put on drag for that. And my friend Teresa, right. I went to her wardrobe, and she's like the drag queen mother of everybody, Trillium. And I found clothes back then, and you squeeze into a size 10 shoes, even though I wear size 13. And you I figure it out. Know. And I had to perform in drag at Twisted Element. And because I did a great job, a wonderful job that night, again, it was a Caribbean performance, culture, right. coming to stage, it was different. And that night, I did the song from Once on This Island, Mama Will Provide, which is, has become like the signature of who I am, taking mm-hmm. care of everybody. My language love is food and gift-giving. Okay. And so I did a song once from Once and Salah Mama Will Provide, and it has gone on to become that song I do for very important events. So when you're there, though, yes. I'm trying to picture myself getting dressed as a woman. I have, we do uh, uh, dress or Thursday. Or as a man. Just one second. We do dress Thursday here at Friend Church, where on Thursdays we wear, all the men wear a dress in the wow. office. I'm the only one there, so I just hang up my dress. It's no big deal. <laughs> Um, but what would it feel like <laughs> to be up tense. here? Tense. What would it like? I'm trying to figure out what you would feel like to be on stage, dressed as a woman. Yeah. What did that feel like? It is you? out of body because it very often when the makeup is done and you can you could be poorly done or well done, the person in the mirror looking back at you is never ever who you think you are, and so, drag amplifies a lot of who you really are on stage. So you looked at your drag self mm-hmm. and you were like. Very different. They're two different people. But did it feel like you still? Mm, Dave with confidence. Dave with, oh. Dave fearless, yeah. Dave fearless. you said, you know, I'm playing, um, I don't like crowds, I don't like audiences. I am not great with parties. I would, you invite me to yours for dinner party, I will come early. I will help you finish cooking. I will help you clean up. I'll have a conversation with you. I'll leave your bottle of wine. I'll put it on your bed because it's for you and not for the guests. Okay. And then I will call my cab and leave because I was there to spend time with you. And but yet you're to, a public performer. Yes. The so, lights blocks out everybody in the audience. Is there, is there something that you f- get from being in drag in that part of the Making yourself? people feel good, uplifting people, and making people think. And that feels good for you? Through the songs I chose, yes. That, oh. that is rewarding. So but as soon you, as I'm done, I leave in my sweats and I'm gone. But for you... I am. 
you do the performance yeah. in drag. Mm-hmm. The songs are very important. The yes. lyrics are very important. Yes. Yes. You perform them, you lip sync them, or do you sing them live? Lip sync. Okay, I dance? sang once live, and it was Amazing Grace at Twisted Element. And I brought a friend, David Joseph, who, was a ball, who is a ballroom instructor and dancer here, to play the bagpipes, okay. to bring me in to the club and perform. And that was the second time I did drag, and everybody was crying in the audience, which really threw me. I didn't expect that. Because hmm. I'm an Anglican. Like a Catholic with less guilt. <laughs> and we love our hymns. We love our hymns. So you, and so for me, again, new to Canada, because this was in 95, I moved here in 91. Okay. I sang a hymn right. in drag, and I sang Amazing Grace, and I didn't expect that reaction. Wow. And so it just kept on building from there. Is there something that you find in yourself in being there, or is it just the service that you could do through drag? Is there something, what I'm trying to find There's out a is, bit of both, because there's, okay. also a, there's also a human ego being on stage and being in, in the light. Okay. But that quickly goes away from me. As soon as the light is gone, I, I need to leave. Right, but you said, it's myself. It, you find parts of yourself that... Yes. So what part did you find in Diva Dave in drag that Diva Dave not in drag didn't fully connect to? The... Black West Indian male who from high school took dancing, African dancing, liturgical dancing, and okay. was on stage performing for Carnival in December in St. Kitts, who in 1992 came out okay. as gay, living in Canada now with a family worried I'm going to die from AIDS or HIV. Okay. To bring that dance background, that stage background, and to now put it in Dragon Stage. So it's bringing the, the Caribbean boy who's in the closet hidden on stage to the forefront. Oh. So, so that's what I never thought about that until now. Wow. <laughs> 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 what does that feel like then? You're when like you Barbara Wawa. This <laughs> 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 is creepy. How does that feel like as you should It feels feel- good. It feel, actually it feels good to have now I'm thinking about that because there's so much shame and so much oh. hatred in the Caribbean still against gay people. Really? And coming out again for families that have a gay child individual, that it, it feels great to be the face of that, even though for me it's temporary and I need to go away right away. Okay. It 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 does. It really does. But there's a certain amount of like Hey, this is possible. Mm-hmm. This yes, healed something in me and, Very and much connected so. something for me. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. What, what came up just as you? How I want these things above my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? God. <laughs> it's a beautiful it is, space. It is, isn't it is, it? It's a great space. It's a healing space. It's a great space. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, there's yeah. something in yeah. whoever designed this understood space yeah. well. And the movement of light. Yeah. Good. Okay. Wow. I'm trying to think of where I, I want to take this conversation next. This is next. intense. This is intense. On stage, you've picked a song that mm-hmm. has deep meaning. Yes. You're bringing your younger child self-dancer, mm-hmm. gay man into your culture and being very public about it. Yes. All of that comes but together. But the makeup gets... I get to hide behind the makeup still. So oh. there's still something hiding. You hide behind the makeup too, right? So you would never do the full performance outside of the makeup and the hair and the... I, I probably would. I okay. would. I sing live. Okay. I sing live at work. I sing live all the time. I, I would. But drag is what pulls people in. The curiosity about the costume, the details in the costume, the right. music, choreography, okay. the shoes, the hair, the wig, all of that, the exact, the amped up version of that. That is what pulls everybody in. Right. If we all just went around singing, lip syncing songs dressed as Dave going to co-op and pushing over the old lady who crossed me again, you know, <laughs> nobody's going to pay attention. So, but with you, glitter this pumps, is, this they is do. The, the draw. Yes. Is, yes. 
would you do all of this without dressing? Would that feel as healing as there's something about the it full does. expression? It does, because singing this morning felt great. Yeah. So I would. I would, yes. So drag is just a way of doing it. Yes. It's not... Another what... medium to bring it to the audience, to bring it to the public. Okay. To bring the story, to bring the plight of the, the, the people to the public's eye. Okay, so let me snap something in here. Uh, me and my wife go to drag shows quite regular. We are at a show... Um, Tall, blonde woman, probably fairly young, dressed fairly um, provocatively. Mm -hmm. At some point after the show, we realized when they talked, their voice was as low as mine. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, a trans performer. Was it but trans, a trans though? woman. Was she trans woman? But she, per she performed as a male. Oh, the role, yes. So like the level of gender nuance there was so far beyond... The phrase he's looking for is gender fuck. <laughs> I thought you were a lady in church. <laughs> There's some things you can't tiptoe around. Okay? I didn't, it wasn't that. Nuanced. It was, That's they the word. were playing in gender in a way that I had never thought yeah. about as a man who's always presented as a man. Which never... then opened the gate for you to think, oh my God, I can do this. I can <laughs> totally, no, it does though. It didn't get me it there. Does, what though. it got me to do is going, what stuff inside of me do I do without paying attention to it that's gender? What do, we, what do you suppress? What do I suppress on a daily basis? You know, if I see a mouse, if, I, if as a, a, a butch contractor man and I want to squeal, am I allowed to squeal? Oh. Yes, you can squeal. Does drag allow that part of you to present? Is that what you mean by that? It, well, I think drag just frees you up to do whatever you want. There's, oh. no, there's no limitations. It's kind of and like, you see that with a trans woman taking on a male role right. or a trans man taking on a female. There's no, there are no limitations. So it's whatever. It's, the drag is the art form that allows you to express anything. So mirroring human life, it, the, me the message is, why are you limiting yourself? So what I keep trying to do is I keep trying to ask you questions that are kind of narrowing, and you're like, no, 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 no. Wider, wider, wider You have to. Ah. Life is that. That's why you get a passport to travel, experience new foods, not go in a timeshare the same year after year after year. Okay. To explore more. Go down those little alleyways in Dubrovnik. To explore different parts. Absolutely. Do you explore different parts of you in your performances? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Or is it conscious or is it like after the performance you're going, oh it wow. Is, it is conscious. It is very conscious because the song I choose takes me on that journey. Regina, I was asked to do a command performance for the outgoing princess. Okay. And I chose the song, um, Andre Day, Rise Up. And for costuming, I chose to wear a very African traditional white skirt trimmed in um, tropical fabric, ruffled, and over that I wore my country's madras. And the madras is the African tartan like a Scottish tartan, right. the different islands have different madrasses, and mine is a green and red madras that okay. my mom bought me, which will be used in Strickland's tartan when he's older with his Scottish Munro clan birth, birth okay. tartan, and I'm going to have weaves of my tartan woven into that, my wow. madras into the, in for his kilt. Okay. And so I wore my, tart, my madras over that with yeah. a white bodysuit you see in very African drum dancing and yeah. cultural dancing with a head wrap. Oh. And on my wrist was a chain. A chain I got from Dollarama that was attached to a Halloween cut-off foot. But it became a, a slave chain. Oh. So I chose to approach that song, Rise Up, 
as a slave, a now freed slave, because the chain was not attached. But also I wore over that a t-shirt that says vote on it, and every letter signifies something that we're all being oppressed with. Books. Um, black power. There's women's health. I think they, they've, one of them is the vagina, which is women's own sexual health and all some of that. So they let, the vote is written across a t-shirt. So it was very political, the statement, but also harking back to my slave history. So your outfits are not just... We No. It's very particular. No. Yes, yes. And yes, so yes, the yes. cost... Again, my song interpretation. I start with right. the lyrics and I go from there. I and you build like a whole outfit, the yes. whole thing. Yes, And yes. all of it is to communicate. Yes, Absolutely. So if you don't get the lyrics, you look at the costume, you go like, okay, I get that. And you notice the chain on my wrist, you go like, holy shit. Okay. And so again, you don't expect a reaction because some people it goes over their heads. Right. But the audience was transfixed and moved beyond what I expected by right. that performance. Now, for a retired drag queen, you perform a lot. I do. <laughs> because it is one of the most important times to act out and to speak up. Okay. Your silence makes you complicit. As we talk, I'm realizing what I thought was drag isn't drag. I had a way too small of an idea of it. Much broader. Because you think of queens doing death drops on the, on the stage. Well, what, and even as you said, Vince, what do you need to do? And I'm like, what part of me needs to be at 12 to feel fully Vince? Mm -hmm. That would be drag in some sense. So what was your favorite band? Uh, Bob Mould, Sugar. And what is it? Give me top song. Strongest lyrics from that. Uh, if anyone could read my mind and share with me these thoughts. My okay. favorite lyric of all time. And so your costume would be what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought of it in terms of costume. So I would bring up a stage at a table with a brain on it, dressed as a surgeon, and mess with the brain and speak, and speak about brain and triggers on the brain and, and your mind and your thoughts, and you go through your lyrics and your performance. Clearly, you're a professional. <laughs> I just yeah, with, when, uh, when I do the lyrics of the song, so then the lyrics also then take you on different right. aspects and things you can pull in. So all of it, though, but what I'm, get, what I'm realizing from you is anything that's expression that has this kind of larger-than-life component, that's drag. Which is art. Right, it's art. At the core. Okay, so let me take you back to the beginning. Right now, yes. you're a retired drag queen who performs a lot. Sure. <laughs> but you... Um, you read in the news that Drag Story Hour, yes, which is yes. people in drag, in drag yeah, who are in drag, reading stories drag for kids. Drag kings and drag queens, right. yes, yes. What's your reaction to the, the kind of the public sentiment around that? Or the, the group of people who are saying, this is wrong, drag is only sexual. How damaged could you be you don't think it's okay to read stories to kids and to dress up in costumes more amped up than Mr. Dress Up? <sighs> so for you, this With is just... more fuss and flurry in your costuming. How damaged could you be? How bad was your childhood? Nobody read to you. You didn't understand the importance of stories being read to you to comfort you at night. Maybe these read really boring stories. Just like they, they had no stories. Said. And often, it, you, you, through the words that they utter, you can tell they are illiterate. Okay. So some reading story time would be really important at this point in their lives. But <laughs> We're trying to be loving to everybody. <laughs> loving to everybody. <laughs> kind. <laughs> kind. 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 But truly, though, how hurt could you be? But... For the, but the, idea for the gay community, we, you, we are used to us being turned to as a whipping post, as the term is. But you switched that... from the drag community to the, the gay community. Mm -hmm. is that, that's not synonymous, though. I it be... is very synonymous, because historically, the gay community has been... The, one, the, the, the community at whole has many different 
different subcultures within it. Okay. You have your twinks. You have your beers. You have your leather guys. You have your drag queens. Okay. You have your, your sugar daddies. Your, not sugar mommies, whatever you want. You have all okay. these different factions like any other culture. Okay. And we speak about unity and supporting each other, but within our own drag, gay, sorry, gay community, we are not really supportive of something that we are not. We don't accept the diversity even within our community, so we're so hypocrites in many no ways. No one can say anything about the gay community, but inside of the gay community, you can we, do whatever you we want. are awful to each other. Like, okay. However, all, every single time, the drag queens and the lesbians are the ones who are always stepping out to take the stones, to take the fire. Oh, it's kind of like the public face of like, no, 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 yeah. no we need to. So, the corporate guy in suits with his partner living in suburbia, the dinks, double income, no kids, right. they may give money quietly. But they will never step forward because they might lose their jobs. They might lose face. But you, as the drag queen, will be the public face. We, are, we face often of this. have been. We often have. We often so, are. So for you, this is kind of. It's not just story time for kids. It's a larger yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. that has to do with more than drag. Yes. Yes. Oh wow. Because so much that little that little break, the water trickles through and it becomes a floodgate. Does it feel? And now bit, we're seeing it. Does it feel like? Oh, story time with kids, no big deal. Or does it feel like, no, 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 you're attacking all of us on all these different on levels. Many, on many levels. Oh. On many, many levels. On many, many levels. Because you chip away, you chip away, and you, and you take away. We are seeing it in the States, for example, where the most recent, now ex-president, by placing certain judges in place, he's assured for the next 10 years the rights of women being taken away, the rights of trans people being taken away through the laws by putting the right, very conservative judges in seats. So for you, and so in Canada, there's a mimicking of that with a conservative mindset. And it's not just the UCP party and that. It's across the board, because there are many people who support these, these ideals. But what, what I'm hearing you say is, this is the first step in a much bigger conversation. Of putting you back in a box, in a corner, quietly. And so it feels threatening at multiple levels. It's not just Absolutely. like, it is. hey, let's it put is. an age limit on story time with kids. You can only do drag for 12-year-olds. I don't know what it you is. can do. But. It is, it is. And to prevent kids from being exposed to drag queens who are very much very every day. So let's, let's back up. Because I've been, we were at a, a drag show in Mexico, mm-hmm. and it was just all kind of lewd sexuality. Okay. But it's the only time well, But was it in the touristy area? It was touristy and it was all and, adults. And, so, and it would be. And so right. that drag scene or that drag representation appeals to the drinking, partying crowd. Right. So right. that's where that comes in. Oh, wait, you said On, you're high drag. So there must be multiple different kinds of drag, too. <laughs> just pretentious, bougie drag. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretentious, bougie drag. No, I, my, see, for me, my, my drag aesthetic, I like, I'm more, I like a more polished look. Okay. I like a more polished look. So polished look like I'm going to use a term that's offensive to a lot of women, but I we call it fishy drag, where a man dresses up in drag and he looks like a woman. He passes. Right. And so it's a reference to looking being fishy, and which is derogatory to women. Okay. But we still use these phrases. Why? Fishy I, drag means you you actually look like a woman. Look like a woman. You pass as a woman. So someone in the street would so, be like, oh hey man. So it's it's true gender fuck. So the fireman who thinks you're hot, you say to him, I have a beard tomorrow morning. <laughs> he still he still pursues you. Okay. Because it's a huge rush and a turn on. And uh-huh. so my drag is I like that very polished drag, that very polished makeup, not not the exaggerated like the bright gold colors. So and, and then there's camp drag. Is there clown drag? Yes. Like and a very you... famous one from Canada from Victoria Jimbo was on Drag Race, has done so much for it, along with another comedian, one out of the U.S. Okay. So 
within... And again, clown is mimicking right. art and life and experiences, bringing it to the stage through comedy. So clown and drag, I put them very separate, whereas I'm realizing... But you can... You can there's kind together. of overlap. There's you can, overlap you can, there. You can. Okay, so story time with kids mm-hmm. is basically people dressed bigger than life, making bigger than life voices. Can't, it's all that Act, stuff. Overacting, acting and right. enacting and bringing the books to life. And the books are not... Disgusting topics. They're, 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 they're kids' books. Okay, like they're t- kids' books being see. acted out and the kids having fun. Kids respond to color. Kids respond to kindness. And kind of kids exaggeration. Kids respond to affection. Okay. And when you have that environment, that's I nurturing. I don't have a kid. My wife has two kids, so I never grew up with babies. When I see a baby, I always look at him like, what's going on? And then the kid looks at me and then I'm like, why are you because staring the ki- at me? Because and you don't have kindness. Crying. Right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I should That's be what, next time we're gonna like channel me near Diva David be like, ah, how yeah, are you? Yeah, and then the kid will be scared because you're too much. You're in your face. <laughs> Come on, just be you. My just be you. But my dra- my me is like they'll treat you like fine. a cat. They'll approach you when they feel comfortable. Oh, kids, <laughs> they scare me. Okay, they shouldn't. <laughs> good. Good. Oh, I just dropped my pack. So as we start to wrap up, we've yes. already talked for like half an hour. I That's know you okay. said it was yeah. gonna be like. It's okay. <laughs> as you approach. All of us. Let's assume none yes. of us know anything about drag. Yes. And but we're curious. We're we're open to it. Yes. What would you say? Um, what would you say to us? Do you, like what is an attitude that you want us to have when we think in terms of a drag show or a drag performer? What would you ask from us? I don't mean to ask them because there's drag performers out there, but let's just do it this way. As a drag performer to an a non experienced drag audience? Yeah. Well, personal space is one thing. Don't touch the drag queens. Okay. It's, don't. It's rude. It's rude to touch and pull and poke on the drag queens because the costumes are expensive too. Okay. But would you suggest acknowledge, they go to the ac- show? Yes, absolutely. Acknowledge them. Ac- acknowledge them and whether you like it or not, you know, be polite. If you don't, step away because you're also dealing with somebody who's bringing their own life on stage and you don't know what they're going through based on the song they choose. Ah. So, for example, the memorial I spoke about, I chose a song that I think is empowering, scars to your beautiful, and it reflects on indigenous life okay. and what you can achieve beyond that. Right. Pointing out the flaws and throughout in all of us. And many of the other performers, they had a very personal relationship with Gabriel and they chose ballads. Ah. Which were heartbreak, absolutely heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. So that was their connection to Gabriel, the songs and all that. What I'm hearing you say is, we're getting caught in the drag part of it. Mm-hmm. The drag is just the art form. It's just see what it's, it's trying to communicate. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. don't get stuck in the what no. I look like or what no. gender, or what any of that no, crap. No, no, no. Look at what the art's trying to tell yes, you. Yes. Ah. Listen to the songs. Look at the performers. Listen to the artists. Right. Yeah. Follow the art yeah. and see where it takes There are some queens who will only do torch song ballads. What's a and torch song ballad? What's, we go ahead? <laughs> Celine Dion. Celine Dion, okay. Good. Heart will go Nailed on. It will go on oh. and on. So and torch is like, like yeah, oh, heart-wrenching. Because for, at that place in their life, they're single, they're alone, and oh. that's their connection, and that's what they listen to, and that's what brings them, that gives them hope or lifts them up. So, it brings everybody else down. But it's this... <laughs> It does. But it's, it's also smart. It's calculated. Whoa. Because those songs are damn long. And you know when a queen is on stage, you're tipping the queen. So the longer the song, the more tips she gets. Okay. 
there's a strategy here. Okay, I didn't it know is. that. Always tip your queens. Also, always tip your really? queens. Really? Absolutely. It always, always tip awkward. Queen. Like I'm no, kind always of tip your always tip your no, no, no. Again, personal space. Always tip the queens because they're not making money. They're not being paid well. There's, okay. I mean, there's Carly's Angels in Inglewood, the long-standing drag, drag review that's been going on for over 20 years, okay. which is phenomenal. And they get paid very well. She pays them very well. Okay. They're establishing the restaurants in there. But the queens in your typical clubs are not being paid really by the club. Okay. And it costs more money to be on stage than the money they take home. So what's the etiquette of tipping? How does that, like, can I just, at the end of the song? Queens, I'm going to say five dollars. $5. But you could just like hand it out like you, 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 go, you go up to you approach them on stage and so if if for me I don't I normally would if I take the money I have to drop it on the ground because it gets in the way of my performance. Right. But there's some clubs that have a bucket on the side you drop and you it. drop you tip the you acknowledge the queen and drop the money in the bucket. Or just place queen. it on the stage. What do you mean acknowledge the queen? Make eye contact with her. Oh, okay. Make eye contact with her. Gotcha. Okay. Because she might be nervous and right. you don't know that little glance how it changes somebody's life. It's the same way of approaching a stranger. Okay, but, you, but on your dirt bike, <laughs> a different mentality. Oh, I just touched the queen. Is it okay yeah. that I touched yeah, you? Can't touch okay. you know? <laughs> it's the same way. So we approach, right? But all, it, 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 okay, it but stills them. You keep taking me back to this idea of drag is just the way I do it. It's a human underneath. Yes. They've picked the song. There's heart. Yes. There's yes. vulnerability. Oh, you know. There's performance. There's all this stuff. Yes, yes. I'm assuming these are you know professionals. Whatever. It's no big deal. Yes. But no, there's vulnerability in yes. the performance. Yes. Ah. So audience. Okay. Online and here. Choose your favorite song okay. right now. It doesn't have to be in the headlines. It could be a Queen song. It could be anything. Okay. And when you're in the kitchen, put on the song on your cell phone, put on the counter. And while you're cooking your food, chopping up your things, use your knife, use your ketchup bottle, use your, your seasoning salt as a microphone, and act it out. Okay. Listen to the lyrics, act it out. Forget who's in the house, forget your kids. You're keeping them alive anyway. They don't have a choice. <laughs> but just take your favorite song. And just go. And your lyrics. Think of the lyrics. And get to that place and just block everybody out and just take whatever you have, device in your hand. It could be a frying pan. But As you move your frying pan to the stove and act it out, sing it out, lip sync it. Do not enunciate the words. You can hear it. Lip sync it. For some reason, lip syncing takes it even deeper. Really? Because you're then transported where the lyrics and the sound is your voice resounding in the space. Okay. You're not thinking of my own key, blah, blah, blah. No. You just know you're in because, the lyric. No. Because if That's you're singing, you're, you're worried about, yeah. The lip syncing, ah. it's your most pure voice, ear banding it. Okay. Go for it. Try that. Pink Floyd. And he's, just, just go for it. Y'all have your homework. You're going to yeah. go do drag tonight. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Let's try it. <laughs> it changes your day in your car. <laughs> in your car. In your car. Let me see. Do this. not sing it, lip sync it. <laughs> lip sync it. Yeah. Don't be singing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you realize you how much you don't know your lyrics either. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing You're with welcome. us. Thank you for educating us. Thank, Thank you for you. opening my mind. I realized as we've gone through, I just kept going, wow, I had way too small. I thought it was pretty good. It's no, a lot more. Way too it's small. A lot, there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot more to it than that. There's Folks, a lot more to it. Let's give that. Diva Dave a huge round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know how as a speaker you're supposed to picture your audience? I'm picturing you're all singing your drag songs now. And you guys look amazing. <laughs> okay, how did that feel? Was there ever any moments where you kind of were like a little tense? Anything come up? 
Anything open your mind a bit where you thought, oh, I thought I knew what this meant, but now I realize I had too small of an idea? I, yeah. Let me just say, sometimes they're saying, sometimes it'd be great if we could have questions because there's so many things that come up. Wouldn't it be amazing? Uh, David Dave's going to hang around outside. I didn't ask him that, but as you go out, go talk to him. Go hang. <laughs> In his sweats. He's going to instantly change into his sweats. Do you notice how starting with curiosity got us way deeper than if I would have started off with, hey, I disagree with you on X? I find that so powerful because I'm such a person who wants to be very clear on what I disagree on. And it just shuts down the conversation. I wouldn't have got... Now I just realized my, the thing that I thought he disagreed on was dumb. I didn't understand drag in the first place. And so that got underneath all of it. So my encouragement this week for you all, outside of do your drag performance, um, watch. Watch moments in your life where you can feel the disagreement coming on. Watch how you approach it. Watch your tone. Watch the question you start with. If we're going to love, I'm, I don't know about you, but going to a depth just took a lot of that stuff away, and now I just feel like another human. Next time I see a drag performer, I'm going to see the human that's sharing their soul with me instead of somebody dressed a certain way. I was missing it. I missed it. This is disagreeing beautifully. Sometimes you find you disagree, and sometimes at the end you realize, I don't. Have a great week. Next week, Jeff is going to start talking about vaccination. <laughs> Good luck, Jeff. His interviewer or interviewee is fantastic. I've talked with them. It's going to be amazing. You don't want to miss that one. Have a great week. Disagree beautifully. And yeah, love people. Have a great week, everyone.